Is your CRM making your business grow? When surveyed, about 90% of business leaders admit that their CRM isn't. The most common cause for that? Salespeople don't use their CRM the way they should. Why not? Well, it takes them too much time and discipline to fill out their CRM completely. And if salespeople don't, the CRM system becomes useless. That's why when we started Salesforce, we asked ourselves, what if we build a CRM system that fills out itself? What if we build a system that surfaces existing data so that you know and remember all about your customers and never forget and disappoint another lead? That's what Salesforce does today. It pulls in all the data buried in your emails, email signatures, calendar, phone, social data, company databases, email and web tracking, and offers it to you in an easy way so you and your CRM are always up to date. Want to see this for yourself? Head to salesforce.com and get your free trial. Hi, my name is Kashfia Rashid, but you can call me Cash. I am an accounting strategist. I help business owners set up and maintain a customized automated bookkeeping system. You see, accounting is the language of business, but not all small business owners are fluent. I translate accounting into English, empowering my clients to work in their zones of genius with comprehensive reports that easily show them the opportunities they can take advantage of to grow their business. I use automation to take care of the daily transaction processing, freeing up time, energy, and resources, all while restoring peace and sanity. All companies need annual cash. You can find out more on my website, www.cashthebookkeeper.com. You're listening to Building Success Habit, Grow You to Grow Your Business on the number one global business talk and news network on the internet, IBGR, International Business Grow Radio. I am Landina Cruz, and in the studio with me is my co-host, Donna Cundy. Yes, ma'am. Curiosity. In our series, Building Success Habit, Grow You to Grow Your Business at IBGR.network. And like Donna mentioned before, make sure that you download the app and listen on the go and also go to our website at ibgr.network and download the show notes that we have there for you. Um, We're going to go to the what. The what is it that you need to know um, when it comes to curiosity? And uh, here are some- um, list. (laughs) Yeah, here, (laughs) here are some ways to cultivate your curiosity. So you want to um, believe you can be curious. What does that so, mean? Well, I, I think that some of us, um, and again, it comes from our limiting belief, what we've learned before, that, you know, this is the way and, and that's just the way we do it. Yeah. And so we think that's the way it needs to continue to be done. 
And, um, but in order to do something differently and be able to grow, you need to be curious and um, see how it can be done. Yeah. I love what John Maxwell says. He says, um, many people fill their minds with limiting beliefs. That's what I was just saying, the uh -huh. way you're taught. Their lack of personal confidence or self-esteem causes them to create barriers for themselves and put limitations on how and what they are thinking. The result, they fail to reach their full potential. Mm. Not because they lack capacity, because we all have the capacity. It's, it's uh, because they are unwilling to expand their beliefs and break new grounds. Wow. And yeah, and if you really look at that, that sounds kind of scary, doesn't it? Like mm -hmm. breaking new ground like you're entering the unknown but that's really what what creation is about yeah creating new things i wonder too if all the times as kids we're told get your head out of the clouds stop being a dreamer you know be real and we have all these adult adults telling us to stop being curious because i think they're i know for me my mom got tired of chasing me <laughs> You know, I, I, I remember one time um, when I was a little girl, uh, I had just come to this country not too long before this event, and my mom's alarm clock wasn't working. Mm. And I remember sitting on the bed, and there was a part of me that said, "This I, I can make this work. I'm a little, I mean, I could not have been any older than seven. And, you know, I got shocked. <laughs> I even had a hole in my pajamas. But I got the clock to work. Wow. I got the clock to work. I didn't give up. Yeah, that's great. You, you know, I mean, I, I don't want my child doing that, but there was nobody watching and I got. Yeah. But that's the way life is. You take ch you take chances. Yeah. So we yeah. and we have to realize that some of this. Uh, lack of curiosity, if that's a, a, the term we want to use for this as adults, it stems from our conditioning as children. Yes. And usually our conditioning comes because of our parents' conditioning. Security and safety. That's what they want for us. Yeah. And, and they're wanting to protect us. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking negative about our parents. We're just talking about how it gets passed on. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, if I saw my granddaughter on the bed, playing around with wires i would say i would take it away from her and say no you can't do that yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah the other one is have a beginner's mindset you want to see to me a beginner's mindset is like uh seeing things through the eyes of a child yes you know when they see everything for the first time and when they see everything for the first time they try to make it work Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, those toys that we get for our kids um, where they have all the different pegs. With, it's like a puzzle, but you got to put the right the star in the star, the round peg. Yeah. So at first, the child is not able to do that. And then little by little, they just do the whole puzzle like with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. And what, yeah, what John Maxwell says is it has everything to do with your attitude, having a beginner's mindset means wondering why and asking a lot of questions until you get your answer. Now, as an adult, I still ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and not too long ago, somebody got mad at me because they thought I was 
giving them a hard time. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to do this. Yeah, people can get defensive because they think that yeah. you're you're doing that against them. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Donna? What do you have to say about this topic? Oh, I have quite quite a bit to say, but I do love what you just said about the beginner's mindset. I remember in mm -hmm. college we had a weekend event called Return to Child with a, a musician named David Darling. I was a music therapy major, and that's what it was all about. And I had never even never thought of that, but it had such an impact on me back when I was a, a young. I think I was maybe even still a teenager, early twenties. That 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 had that got my creativity going, and I think is probably the reason I'm sitting here in the seat right now is because of that return to child to seeing everything as a child would so thank you for bringing yeah. that up another thing is make why your favorite word uh temper it though and the way that you say it because as londina used to, had mentioned in the last segment we don't want it to sound judgmental why are you doing that <laughs> that's not the intent of it mm -hmm. and and we want to make we want if we're if we're whying another person if we're asking another person why we want to make sure that they don't feel threatened by the question of why but if we're really curious about the way things work or the way a person is or why they do something then the, we'll tend to get the feedback that we need to to spark our curiosity and so just always remember that the, the way that you say the why especially when you're interacting with another person is really important you want that to be non-threatening. You want it to, to sound just like we're saying, this law of curiosity. Just be really curious. Uh, I, I know in dealing with people of other faiths and other cultures, even even different uh, sexual orientations, my why is, is always from that place of curiosity. I want to know more about you. And so I'm asking why. I want I want to hear your side of the story. I want, I want to hear what you have to say. And it's very receiving to, to, to usually well received on the other end because you are showing a genuine interest in something that is important to someone else. Yeah, usually um, when I meet somebody new, I like to ask them what country they're from and what jobs do they have. Mm. And... Um, so at first people would get standoffish and I says, oh, I asked this of everybody. I'm just curious because really when I meet somebody from another country mm -hmm. and they tell me about their culture, I feel connection with them because like now I'm like, wow, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm in another country in their country with yeah. them. Yeah. So well, we, we had uh, some Lebanese on air talent before we had several of them and, mm -hmm. and there's a local Lebanese restaurant and when I went I was messaging them even though they're on the other side of the world and I said hey I'm going here and the, and one of them said well it's probably a, a, a different culture because a lot of times that you know like um, a lot of times the Japanese restaurants are really run by Koreans that kind of thing and <laughs> was skeptical and I was like no look here it's real it's real and and I learned about their culture and their food and and they felt so proud I could tell mm -hmm. that they felt yeah. so proud that I was curious enough to explore that part of their culture. Yeah. Yeah. So we can also spend time with curious people. Who you hang around with matters. If you look, there's that saying, look at the five people you spend the most time with. 
And if they tend to be cynical, non-curious people, you will probably also look in the mirror and not see a curious person. <laughs> yes. And where can you find other curious people? Business owners, entrepreneurs tend to tend to be curious. So that is a place you can go or your local uh, you know, museums or Google or just where where do other people hang out that are curious? Yeah, growth-minded people. You want to, yeah. you know, connect with people that are growth-minded that want to um, expand their thinking, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and be on the show a uh, bit of business building at IBGR where you are right now. Yes, absolutely. Because we're curious. We, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, you want to learn something new every day. Learn some. You know, that one was a little bit kind of challenging for me. Because it's like, how do you learn something new every day? Mm. You know, but if we really stop and look, um, you know, you'll find something will happen in your life that maybe didn't happen before or happen and, and you just didn't know how to handle it. And now you're forced to learn how to handle it. Mm -hmm. So that is learning something new. Um, it's, it's better when we plan on learning something new though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, you know, um, going back to food, you can try a new restaurant, drive a new way to, to, uh, to an event or to a store or there's, there's, there's so many different ways mm -hmm. to incorporate. It doesn't have to be life changing. I don't think. Actually, one thing that I'm going to be doing on Sunday because I'm very curious about there's a car dealership that's letting you test drive electronic oh, cars. Look at that. So I'm going to go drive an electric car. Ah. Um, yeah. From what I hear within the next two years, the uh, electronic cars are going to be taking over. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Hmm, let me go test them. Oh, how very curious. I am. Yeah. I am going to explore a, a new location this evening, a, a networking event and meet some new people and get really curious with them. So there's ways to work it in even during the pandemic. Yeah. But, uh, you know what, Londina, we got to go to another break again. I know it keeps coming. It keeps coming. Yeah. The time does not stop. But when we come back, we're going to pick up with, uh, steps six through 10. I'm calling them steps, but different ways to cultivate curiosity. We went through one through five in the show notes and we'll hit six through 10 in our next segment. Um, but you, you are, if you're not sure, listening to episode number 10, building success habits, grow you to grow your business on the IBGR network, international business growth radio network with Donna and Landina. And yes, we'll be back in just a few short minutes. So stay with us. 